on once again um the thought leader the man that we turn to um for well we call him vince Stradamus around here he tends to predict things and um, at first you think he's nuts you think he's a little crazy a little out there and then just wait a few minutes or in some cases a few weeks or months and it comes back uh we have the great uh, vin armani of cointex countermarkets fame and uh well before we get into all of that uh thanks so much uh, again vin for for coming on well, thank you for having me, dude. It's always it's always fun. I love Coin Spice, so it's it's always fun, man. Yeah, we love having you. Um, I've noticed a a bit of a sea change uh, in you, um, at least publicly, right? So I'm sure it's not a, a that big of a sea change necessarily, but I noticed you're dealing more, um, with uh, you're 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 becoming more of a debater, more of an advocate in the BCH sense. I see you out there more. Uh, tell us a little bit about the. Uh, your, your relationship, your budding relationship with, uh, with Hotep Jesus and how, kind of how that came about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he's been hosting these debates. I think he's going to stop now, he said, but called Bitcoin Bloodsport. And it turned out that one morning, I, he had done one with Justin Bonds representing BCH versus Giacomo Zucco mm-hmm. representing BTC. And... He was going to do one, and it was on a Friday, and in the morning, I guess, the, the, the guy that was going to be on, people had said, oh, no, don't have him on. He's not a good representative of BCH. And so Justin hit me in the morning on a Friday and said, hey, would you do this thing? And so I did. And after that, he and I just started kind of like a, a, a back and forth in private messages and whatnot, and we got along, and I saw that he had sort of changed his own outlook and his own approach on and i said oh that's very interesting because i think it's it's rare when you meet somebody who's kind of like a quote-unquote influencer mm-hmm. who 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 changes you know and who's comfortable with changing and who is not insecure about maybe having been wrong and who will admit to being wrong and i was like oh, that's a, this is very interesting that's a great point about him you know and so it was notable to me and I started paying more attention. I f- started following him, paying attention to sort of what he was doing online, paying attention to his content, and just so much resonated with me. Um, you know, he's, he's a, like a, a vowed sort of anarchist, voluntarist. He even goes so far as to say, you know, voting is violence and all of these things. And I was like, wow, this is really interesting. I had heard him on Rogan, but he mm-hmm. didn't get into all of that stuff, you know. So I said, okay, this is kind of a multifaceted person. And I reached out to him and said, hey, would you be willing to just have a conversation with me about this whole thing? Like your whole journey, this is interesting. And I think we, we had a really good conversation. But through that, you know, it's, it's, we've, we've developed a little bit of a relationship. I wouldn't say too much. But I, I really <laughs> do think that he's an interesting person. And he has brought recently a really interesting take on crypto. 
And so I don't know how involved he is or, or is not going to be, but I, I definitely think he's somebody to follow. He's super sharp. And, and, and like I say, sort of has a, a, a rare quality about him when it comes to being an influencer. So yeah, he's, a, I, I think he's a cool dude. I think he brings a lot to the table. So. Yeah. I, I noticed right away because he's, he's admittedly he'll, he'll say that he's, you know, kind of new to these ideas and he'll stop these guys who are just, well, and I, count myself there just you know so in their own space that they they use kind of masturbatory vocabulary they sort of assume everybody knows what they're talking about and he'll stop them he'll just be like hey wait wait wait, what what and you know go back and and why do you think that way and so on that's super 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 valuable and it's it it leads to i don't know it it just tells me how strong he is in terms of a personality where he's there's he's no shame like if he doesn't know he's gonna ask and um that's missing for sure in crypto. Agreed. Agreed. We have a Daniel Krawitz has said we have a know-it-all problem. And I think that I myself uh, have, I actively try to prevent myself from falling into that. And I, and I'm going to start doing, I think I'm going to do a video pretty soon because I, I do think that there's a lot of value in people who do have some technical chops sort of toning back and I don't want to see dumbing down, but certainly like giving context in their arguments. I know that there's a lot of arguments for one thing or another, but there's a real lack of context. And so people, I don't feel like the full weight of the community is really able to participate all the time, but we would be much better off if people were, because a lot of times when you strip away the jargon and the certain terms, things are very easy for people to understand in Bitcoin, but you really have to take the time to explain it. And I I value the people and I have valued on this journey, the people who have been able to simplify things. So like I, I really try to do that when given the opportunity, I'm not always successful at it. Right. But I do try to simplify things. And, And again, it's not dumbing it down. The concepts are like the concepts in Bitcoin around the incentives, the economics, even a lot of the, the math, like things like proof of work, are actually relatively easy for people to understand if they're if they're simplified down to their like core elements. And I think if more people understand, then the community is much more much more engaged. And I think then that that makes the the currency that much more valuable. So I, I do think that it's something that people who consider themselves thought leaders, especially on the technical side, could really serve to do a lot better. And I think uh, this year uh, has been a, a particularly um, faithful year in that regard. We're seeing the, the culture change. Um, you've talked about it uh, more recently in your video on tradition and um, some of the Satoshi, uh, one Satoshi uh, provide fees and so on. Um, there is a, I, I think right now with the market and it's dangerous to kind of talk about it because as soon as I, Inevitably, when I talk about the market going down, it goes up and vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> you can pretty much set your clock that if I predict something's going to happen, just do the opposite. Um, so I think what we're heading into is a sea change where a lot of us have kind of grown up in the space. And uh, I saw this more recently, and I, I know you read it as well with uh, Janel Fuchball's um, uh, look yes. back at uh, some of his assumptions. And uh, how he's, I wouldn't, change is, is, is maybe kind of a bad word to use, but, or, or an incorrect word to use, but 
more like a, 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 he called it a crystallizing, like it's, it's becoming clear to him as to what he's doing and, and why he's doing it. And um, culture is, is, is very important. And I think Hotep is, is tapping into that in, in the sense that it's sort of the obvious when you watch him is that he's, he's, he's a black American dude, right? So this is a very white space. Mm-hmm. with very white American assumptions. And we at CoinSpice have really kind of stepped away from that. We find the, 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 the social dynamics <clears throat> uh, off-putting uh, at times and, and it's almost beside the point. But then Hotep is able to get in there as that guy, never touched those issues, although you guys did a little bit uh, recently. Sure. But in terms of the Bitcoin debate, he just kind of stays there. But it's very obvious how he comes at the world is from a, a um, it's, I hope I'm not patronizing him because I, I wouldn't want him to think that he's not, you know, Pan-African and all the things he wants to be, but there's a very Americanness side to how he sees the world. I don't think um, you would deny that though. Okay. I, yeah. I, 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 I think that that's, you know, I, he's, he's, he says that, you know, that he's coming from an American milieu, certainly when he calls himself a conservative. I mean, he's saying it as a conservative American. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's definitely not saying it as a conservative African. That's a whole other thing. You know what I mean? Right. That's a whole other ball of wax right there. So, yeah, I'm, look, we're in our own. We're, we're always subject to our own milieu. I think this is one of the difficult things or one of the challenges that we have with Bitcoin is while it, it does seem to, I mean, my own personal belief was that Satoshi Nakamoto is, is an American, right? Like, cause I, sure. and I've, as I've written about, I believe that Satoshi was Hal Finney. Um, so it's coming from sort of a very American cultural ideal, but if this thing, when this thing spreads to a much greater uh, level, I mean, people are, people are going to approach it from whatever their own cultural milieu is. And I think that to assume that the best way to approach this thing is the way that we've been approaching it culturally is, I think it's arrogant. And I think it's also probably pretty naive um, because every Mm. culture has their own history, their own economic history, their own understanding of, of what money is. And I think that we would be stupid to not at least audit some of those assumptions mm-hmm. and beliefs to see if maybe we could pull some value out of them. And for, for people in the United States like myself and, and maybe you as well, though you've dealt uh, more in cash businesses throughout your career. Sure. Um, we have good money, quote unquote, mm-hmm. right? We have money that works. We, we, you know, we rarely, rarely have to worry about volatility and so on. Um, taking into account, of course, all the Austrian, um, inflation mm-hmm. problems and so on with the fed but for the most part it works fine now if you're african-american in certain parts of the country uh latino um you know etc 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 your relationship to the banking industry your relationship to cash your relationship to mm-hmm. access to the financial system is very different than say mine Absolutely. and we've we I, I think a lot of bitcoiners have kind of given up on the United States and, and quote unquote uh, developed countries or first world countries because things are so good here. So we're, we're kind of looking East, which, you know, makes a lot of sense uh, or third world in some cases, but I think we're missing <clears throat> kind of 
because Hotep, as, as soon as he dipped his foot, he immediately became like super curious about it. And he mm-hmm. brought with him all of his assumptions. And it was fantastic to watch him interact with guys who are, you know, kind of living off the fat of the land. They, mm-hmm. you know, this is maybe a hobby to them. This is maybe, you know, something they do in their spare time when they're doing other things. Whereas for, for Hotep, this, this seemed to be, you know, something where he could see massive, massive change happening. Am, am I right there or have I kind of overshot myself? No, I think that we, we do tend to ignore the solutions that we could, the solutions for the people who are right next door. And so like in counter markets, I've actually written quite a few articles about having been in an all cash business. It sort of sticks out to me when I've encountered them in my life more than anything, because it it creates, there's a set of trade-offs, but it creates a set of challenges that you would look to people who have been in all cash businesses to, to say, well, how did they overcome that? And I know that when I got into uh, an all cash business, I, I actually reached back to uh, somebody that I had worked with in tech startups who is a, a Korean American from LA. I was, uh, you know, I'm from Southern California and his family ran a Korean grocery stores. So they, they, they had a, a slew of Korean grocery stores, mm. in, mostly in lower income areas, which were all cash. And I remembered speaking with him about that and actually spending time. We became friends when we were working together. And so I reached back to him to ask him a lot of advice about, well, how are, how, what's the best way to like store this money? And what's, you know, like all of these various things. And so here was this culture, this all cash Korean grocer culture. And so when I look at, for me, I'm like, wow, it seems to me that we are ignoring outreach to places that are close to us because there's a cultural divide. And because this just seems like this is not, um, it, it, it's actually not even on our radar. Uh, you know, another instance, we, with Cointex, we did this remittance program uh, where we, we started this little pilot program and it was actually put together by, um, uh, he used to be known as Captain Cook. I think he's known as uh, at Kush on online uh, on Twitter now. But he's an Iranian German, so he's of Iran an Iranian background. Mm. German who had this Ghanaian friend and, who had connections in Ghana, and so they were going from Germany to Ghana with this remittance using CoinText and AnyPay. But in speaking with him, you know, he was really interested in remittance. And, you know, he brought up this idea of Hawala, which is like this, this Islamic money movement mm. network, which is like billions and billions move through these informal networks throughout the world. But for somebody who doesn't come from that background, we wouldn't even think that that's there. Right. And, it, you know, and so for me and speaking with him, it, it was like, oh, wow here's this network that is a perfect plugin. This Hawala network is like perfect plugin for Bitcoin, but yet they haven't been introduced to Bitcoin. And so this is the reason why I say that like, I'm, I'm, I'm always interested when motivated, intelligent people bring their own cultural dynamics into the mix because guaranteed they've come up with, this is the, the you know, what I the quote that I ran across was tradition is a set of solutions for Mm -hmm. problems that we have forgotten we had. And everybody has an economic tradition. 
a culture can't survive into the year 2019 without an economic tradition, without a money transfer tradition, without a saving tradition, all of these things. And so I would like to be able to pull from all of those because Bitcoin can support them all. Yeah, and uh, Islam is a is a is a fascinating um, nut to crack for for Bitcoin and, mm-hmm. and CoinSpice. We we spend far too little time uh, talking about it, but just just the ideas of usury alone um, are fascinating. Exactly and, and how they how they deal with these things and yeah. Um, anyway, I I just I love the fact of seeing you on there, and I never it just never occurred to me that you would be part of the the Hotep. Um, a debate series. So when I saw you on that, this is going to be interesting. And there's no better contrast than you and Paul Starr. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. We're 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 night and day. But we, you know what? We actually get we actually we get along pretty well. You know? Oh yeah. We, we, oh yeah. He's we great. get at each other intellectually, but I think we both appreciate each other as people. So it was actually nice. Yeah, dude's a super brain. That's a fantastic discussion. Um, I was really impressed. Um, you know, I've I've been familiar with your work for a while and and um your polemical style um and how you you speak rhetorically and and uh you know i thought hmm this is going to be interesting because i i couldn't imagine how you guys uh were gonna you know some of it i anticipated like you know the meta debate about the debate about the definition right, about right, the definition right, about of the course <laughs> I, I i definitely that's just paul through and through but uh i thought it i thought it was a, a, a fascinating great discussion and i don't think it ever would have happened without Hotep. Uh, Agreed, 100%. He just, he comes in, um, the, the way I see him is kind of the, the Toto to our Dorothy, like he's, he's sort of taking us yes. through yes. <laughs> this journey. Anyway, uh, I could talk about that guy for a long time. Um, but the most important subject that we're going to talk about is Kanye and Jesus okay. King. I'm just playing with you. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, culturally, I, I uh, just, I've seen staying on this 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 uh this theme for just a couple more seconds here on them then we'll get on to 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 the meat of the matter um you're you're talking more about having been a father and i've noticed yes. you i don't know if you're nostalgic necessarily but you've always, you're always very contemplative i've just noticed a change am am i right that you're you're kind of putting that out there more about sort of in the in uh, almost in the Misesian way right looking, you know, your time preference is a little bit longer than maybe it was in the past? Oh, no doubt. I, I, and so I have a, I have a four-year-old and now a nine-month-old. So I think certainly the second one coming along, that's the one, you know, the first was very, uh, uh, it's very stressful, you know, and you're just like, oh, how can I keep this little child alive? You know what I mean? But this, you know, seeing her I have two daughters so seeing the first one sort of start to talk and interact and her personality and then the second one coming certainly I've had time to contemplate and then you know in that space of time has been really I've immersed myself in, into Bitcoin as well and and with Cointext and then growing and doing these other protocols and you know contracting out and doing more work in the ecosystem and mm-hmm. contributing to more projects and it's I, I love it. Yes, it did give me, it's given me a lot of time to contemplate. It's also me back into software development now for extended years after having this interesting hiatus that was definitely not, that was fun and 
unique and got a chance to be on TV and have this level of celebrity and have, and live this very sort of fantastical life. You know, the type of thing that people would, that, that, that would be like anyone's fantasy life. Mm-hmm. And then to come full circle and sort of realize, oh, wow, you know, I'm actually the most satisfied when I can write software and sort of, I'm kind of like a homebody. And then to, to never thought that I would enjoy being a father and all of this and realizing it's just really puts a lot of things into perspective. And I don't know that it's, it's, it's not nostalgia, but I think it's, I'm starting to, to appreciate things that I had thought were, let's say passe or maybe a waste of time Mm -hmm. or, or, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to say, but those things that have stuck around, I'm starting to appreciate why. And, and it's interesting, you know, it's funny that you bring up the Kanye thing because mm-hmm. as of late, that really, that was like a trigger. It resonated with me. Um, his, his mother and my mother were actually friends. And so although Kanye and I have never met, um, they, they were both very involved with like the National uh, Teacher Association. And so they knew each other when we were kids. And so she would come back from being in Champaign-Urbana at like the yearly or semi-yearly meetings and would say, oh yeah, my friend Donda, you know, her son. And then I remember her coming back one time and was like, have you, Donda, her son that I always tell you about, have you ever heard of Kanye West? (laughs) Just like, he just got signed to a record label. And I was like, I, I was DJing at the time. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know who the hell this guy is, right? So it was very interesting that like I've been following his career because we're the same age, you know, our mothers were friends. We had a very sort of similar upbringing in that way. They Mm -hmm. had very similar personalities. And so it's interesting that like, you know, I just, I I saw at sort of the point that he's at in his life and the things that he's realizing resonated a lot with me. And it was just very, it's very coincidental and gave me an opportunity to really think, you know? And so it's, it's different. And I think that when you, this thing that we're involved in, I've always viewed it, even before this, I've said that it's, I believe this is a multi-generational project. And, you know, these little gains about like, little things about like what's happening today or tomorrow with the price and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I'm so, that's so uninteresting to me because I know that if we do this thing right, like where we're at today as compared to where we will all be 20 years from now is just like light years to where we'll look back and think that we were so silly about like, Oh, it went up or down 20, 20% in a, in a month or whatever. And I, for me, yeah, definitely. I mean, having kids has, has, has made that change for me. And, but I, but yet at the same time, I think it's very important for people to go through the whole experience. Right. Um, and then just for those of us who have sort of gone through and come out on the other side to support people and mentor people as they move through their own experience in it, not saying, oh, you have to have the same time preference as me, but to, but to be there when they come out on the other side. Hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting. And when I, when I, when I saw you post about uh, Kanye, I was, I was kind of cracking up because I get a lot of crap for, for liking him. And I sort of like him. Oh, he's a genius, dude. What, yeah. I mean, he's an absolute musical genius. Right. And, and when you say that to people who have only kind of seen him, I mean, he's, he's certifiably nuts, right? I mean, even he'll say that. He'll call Most it geniuses up. are, though. If yeah. you're a real genius. Yeah. yeah he'll, he'll say, you know, I've got mental health issues and so on. 
Um, but he, I mean, he, he legit. So even if, how do I approach this? Cause it, it's, I'm going to connect it to Bitcoin. I swear the, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so he obviously has spoken about Bitcoin stream of consciousness a couple times uh, with Charlemagne the God when they did their interview and so on a few years back. But when you, when you, if, even if you don't like his music and I don't know how you couldn't like gold digger, uh, blood on the trees, black skinhead. I, I don't know how you can't like that stuff, but let's say you don't just, just look at the effort of, of having him at the video music awards a few years back shadow in front of a canvas where you don't even see him and he's just back mm-hmm. there kind of dancing and rapping and talking about you know this this long lost love and and how i mean it it, it was unbelievable and the the stacy dash stuff he did um that that video with her dropping her off at the airport mm-hmm. yep. um i mean w- watch that video and and tell me Eminem could have 6,000 years and never touch that. Okay. So, um, but anyway, uh, so he is, we, we've, uh, I've tried to anyway, uh, connect people to the, <laughs> to the Kardashians. And it seems like there's, there's six degrees of separation between sort of everything and them. And uh, I've, I've kind of come into a new respect for them. But this idea of the outliers, uh, the people that everybody thinks are crazy, has mm. a lot to do with Bitcoin. Bitcoin's becoming a meme. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Stephen Colbert recently, uh, you know, said he, you know, w- what he'd rather be relegated to in terms of uh, <laughs> being tortured and so on, or having someone talk to them about uh, Bitcoin and blockchain. Um, this is sort of his final example. So, sort of the outsiders that that kind of seem weird and whatever. Um, I like the fact that the were thought of that way, but also that we're now bringing in people who like the hoteps of the world who are, who are challenging us and who are, who are taking us back to kind of the, I guess the basics of, of like we're constantly having to go back and okay, why are we doing this again? Yes. 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 That is, that is a huge point. And I mean, th- th- well, this is my this is my whole little thing, and I, you know, I posted it again recently because I like to post it whenever the the price is dropping. But you know, my my, I have this this tweet that I'm constantly retweeting that that says, uh, if you want the if if you want the price to go back up, get back to asking what is Bitcoin, and if you want the price to keep going down, keep acting or or keep keep acting like you know the answer. And so, and that's really what it comes down to is you have to go back in and be introspective. And this is a, on a personal level too, is that you should be in the things that you're doing in your life. Don't allow mission creep. You have to step back and say, wait, why am I here? What, why am I here? What am I doing? What is the purpose of this? And that's why it's good to have principles. That's why it's good to, to think about if you're just here for the money, like if, if you're just here for a number go up, that's not really a good reason and a sustainable reason to be here as we see when the number goes down. Mm-hmm. And as we're seeing right now, you, you can't be like Coach Wooden used to tell his players, I shouldn't be able to tell whether you won or lost by your faces after a game. And that's what a real player is like. 
because it's you're going to win and you're going to lose if you put in your best effort then you shouldn't have any change you shouldn't be so happy that you won because there's another game ahead of you another day but you shouldn't be so sad that you lost you know and and dejected for the same reason and when we had it's this manic swing is one reason why i actually really enjoy the bch community i really enjoy the bitcoin cash community because it's like just build 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 there's not a lot of paying attention to price and and you know to their credit bsv has a, a very sort of similar attitude mm-hmm. you know they pulled out of the, out of the I, I think with that with that fork we got that and i think that people should have if they have a a if they have a longer time horizon and they know what they're here for and they constantly go back and look and see what are my principles and what is my, what is my reason for being involved in this space. It can really bring some meaning to your life, like in a real way, not just as a hobby. And then people won't be like Colbert and saying that, uh, you know, they don't like to be around people talking to them about Bitcoin. People come to me to get me to tell them more about Bitcoin because I'm passionate about it. And not because the number go up, not because they're going to get rich, but because it's so damn interesting on every level. And if I can communicate to them how interesting and innovative and new and powerful and how much sovereignty it's going to give them, not in an ideological way, but on their level, then dude, like that's how we spread the message and that's how Bitcoin's going to grow. 